What's up, everyone, and welcome into the fifth episode of Michi Gang Sports. On this episode, we'll be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly things that have happened in the sports world for the state of Michigan. So yes, that means we'll be talking about MSU football, Michigan football, MSU basketball, Michigan basketball, Hope College, D2 with Ferris and GVSU, and high school football playoffs. So let's start out this podcast with talking about MSU football. Earlier this week, I was thinking about making this podcast before the MSU game today versus Ohio State and talking about like the keys I thought that what MSU would have to do to um, win this game. And some of those keys were like, you got to hold Ohio State to field goals in the red zone and get off the field on third down. I thought if MSU kind of did those things, were successful and were able to score, I thought MSU might be able to stay in the game at least for a while. I thought MSU was eventually going to probably lose. By a decent amount, that was my main thought. I that was like one of my three I my three scenarios I was thinking about. I was either think about MSU was going to get blown out, MSU was going to kind of stay in the game, but um lose by probably like fourteen to twenty, which is where the line was for betting. Or I thought it was going to be like an extremely close game that somehow MSU. Pulled out. I thought that was the least likely scenario. And turns out that was not the scenario at all. It was the scenario of MSU getting blown out in Columbus 56 to 7. And I'm not going to lie to you, that um, game as an MSU fan hurt. It hurt to watch because I love this team. I love watching MSU. I love this football team. What this football team has done this year has been absolutely incredible. No one expected MSU to be headed into this game with nine wins and one loss. No one. Even Vegas had MSU winning four and a half games this year as an over or under. So no one thought going into the season that we would be in this situation. When I did a preseason, I had us winning eight games. So I was even off a little bit as well. But yeah, this this team has probably been one of the most enjoyable teams I've watched in recent history for MSU football. It's been a team that has come out of absolutely nowhere that no one thought would do anything. And they've proven those people wrong. Like MSU, outside of the Purdue game and outside of today's game against Ohio State, MSU has won games when they've had to. And yes, they haven't been pretty. But they won. They've won them. They've kept games close. They gave us hope for every game, and they did a good job, especially with the win 
against Michigan. That win against Michigan a couple weeks ago is probably the biggest win in the rivalry. Like, ever. Like, it is very close. Just because of how the game was going, how the um, how hyped up the game was, you literally had Barstool Sports, College Game Day, and noon kickoff there. And MSU came back down in 16 and won that game. But we're not... That's And that's awesome. And I will remember this team forever for that. And I'll remember this team no matter what happens against Penn State next week. But it just hurt watching that game today. Like, I'm not saying I didn't expect us to win because I was not expecting us to win. I thought... We would lose. I would be shocked like I was in 2015 if we won. But we got blown out. We got absolutely blown out in a game that was televised in the main time at noon for game day. And it it hurts. Like, it's nice being in that position of where you're competing for a Big Ten championship, but still not fun. And it's never fun to get blown up. Like, I feel for the players. Like, I feel bad for the players. Like, I feel horrible for the players. I feel horrible for the coaches. Like, we have MSU, a Heisman candidate, and he went for 20 Five yards, six rushes. Now, there's going to be people saying, oh, he still, or he shouldn't go to New York. I still think he goes to New York. I, do I think he wins it? No, I think CJ Shroud wins it. I think his performance today, I have to give him all the credit. Like his performance today, he went 32 for 35 for over 400 yards. For six touchdowns. That's just insane against any team. But especially against the worst secondary in the country. Which statistically MSU is that. MSU is literally the worst secondary in the country if you look at stats. But he had six touchdowns and honestly that was a Heisman performance. That performance bumped him from being a plus 300 which means which he wasn't the favorite at the time, to be in the favorite to win the Heisman. And honestly, after that performance, I think he should. But I still think Kenneth Walker deserves to get a trip to New York. Do I think he'll be two? No, I think two will probably be Bryce Young. But I think Kenneth should be about three or four, just because of how special of a season he's had. Kenneth Walker has had a very special season. And yes, we as state fans we can argue about like this game. We can argue about who should get fired and all that. But I think we're again overlooking 
the importance and how good Kenneth Walker has been, especially after this game. Like, if I did this podcast after this game, my tone would probably very, be very different than it is right now. But I'm just more looking back and just seeing where MSU is. Because if you were told me last year that MSU would be 9-2 and going into Penn State going to play Penn State in East Lansing on senior night and still having a good chance, a very solid chance to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. But I think as State fans, I think we kind of need to step back, especially after today, and realize, yes, we've played very well this year, but we there's a dramatic difference between... MSU and Ohio State, and I don't think a lot of MSU fans thought we'd beat Ohio State, but again, we still have to think about how this is only Mel Tucker's second year, and what Mel Tucker has done with his team in only two years, and to get them where they are today is just incredible on its own, and I think Mel Tucker has taken this team Talent-wise, as far as it it can go. That doesn't mean they're not good. I think they're a good team. I think they're a top 25 team in the country. Do I think they're a top 20 team? Probably. Do I think top 15? Maybe. Do I think top 10? No, I don't. Not right now for how they're playing. But MSU has had a special year, and... I think we need to look past this Ohio State game and realize we only have two more games of watching Kenneth Walker, watching someone as special as Kenneth Walker. And we also might have two more games of Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed's been spectacular, spectacular this year, and he could possibly go if he wanted to. We have a lot of, we have some very good players that will be missing, like Xavier Henderson. Those players are not going to be back after this year, and I know it's frustrating. I know it hurts. I, I'm i hurt after that Ohio State game. But what this team has given us has is more than we could have ever asked for. The players have always believed that they've come here to win a championship, and they were in a shot to do that. And yes, it wasn't the outcome that they expected today, but they had a chance, and that's all that matters. But I think this coaching staff also has some things to fix. This is where Coach Tucker was talking after the game, and he was like, we need more depth. And there's a athleticism gap. And that will change. And that will be hopefully shortened or move closer together through recruiting. I think he's 100% right. I think Tucker realizes that MSU right now is not where he wants it to be. And I, as an MSU fan, that gives me a lot of hope 
because this year's been special. But imagine if Tucker can recruit his guys and can improve that talent, get more depth, and just improve the team overall. With what Tucker has done with this group, and I think what's really helped is having a Heisman-type candidate in Kenneth Walker. I'm very positive about the future for MSU. I'm very hopeful. I think even after this game, I trust Tucker. I will always trust Tucker, and I think we're headed into the right direction in the program. Yes, like I said, it hurts. It's not fun. It's never fun to get blown out against any team. No one likes to lose, especially in a blowout. I almost guarantee you the coaches, the players, and I almost I 100% guarantee you the alumni were sick to their stomach watching that game. And that's okay. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be upset. That's what happens in the sports world. The sports world is full of times of getting upsets. It's full of your team getting beat bad sometimes. It's also full of a lot of memories. And as a state fan, I think now, like five hours after it, I think I'm kind of realizing that, hey, you know what? We only have two more games with this team. We only have eight more quarters with this team. This team that has done so much more than anyone expected. And you can probably say that for a lot of MSU teams, but I think this team is different. I think this team is a stepping stone to what MSU could be. I think this team has outperformed more than probably any team I have watched. Every week I was excited to watch MSU football, and I couldn't say that for the last three years. Yes, I watched every game. I attended games, but... Do I have that much hope? Not really. But every week, this team, yes, even with the bad, and there's a lot of bad, especially on the defense, I just look at that offense, I look at the team, and I'm like, we're one step away. We're one big play away. We're there in all these games other than basically Purdue and Ohio State. And I just look and I'm like, if we fix this, if we fix this, if we fix this, we could go from that good to pretty good to great team. And that's why hope happens in the future. I think, I hope that there's also changes too. Because yes, I do believe in the future. Yes, I do look at things. I try to look at things through a very positive lens, especially on this podcast. 
But there's going to have to be changes to come. And there's been people causing, calling for Scotty Hazleton, the defense coordinator's job. And the defense hasn't been very good this year. And I can understand that argument, but at the same time, they also don't have the guys there either. They don't have the secondary there. So either one or two things are going to have to change. They're either going to have to fire Scotty Hazleton and get someone else to be a defense coordinator, which I prefer that someone not in the Big 12, where Scotty Hazleton came from. Or you're going to have to change the scheme or just hope the guys you have coming in fits that scheme. Those are the things you can do. And in a rebuild, which I think you could call MSU, I don't know which one you do. This is a decision that Miller Tucker is going to have to make. And it's an important decision because I think the offense has been great. I don't see any issues with the offense. I think the offensive line has been decent. Quarterback play has been good. Running back play has been great. Tight ends is starting to get more involved. Wide receivers have done well. So I am perfectly happy with everyone on the offense. But defense, this is where the changes are going to have to be made. And I hope that MSU makes those changes. And I don't know which one Mel Tucker is going to do. Mel Tucker has a big decision ahead of him. And that's not and that's not his only decision with what he does with the defense. His next decision is does he sign the 10-year, $95 million deal? Does he sign it and does he stay? I th- All reports are saying that he does. And I think he will. But there's also people arguing that he's getting paid way too much. This is only his second year. All those kind of things. I don't think that's true. I think you have to pay the people what pay the coaches the market that there is. With what Mel Tucker has done so far, you're paying him that money for potential. Because if Mel Tucker continues to win not eight, nine, ten games a year, I think he's gonna be fine. But I think why Mishu's paying that amount, why Matt Ishbia and donors are paying that much is because they see what Mel Tucker is doing with this team and they're seeing what he's doing on the recruiting trail and they're seeing these new facilities coming in they're seeing all this and and they see hope they see a future they see positive change they see a ton of potential and I think there is that potential there so I'm totally fine with paying him that much. Because if MSU didn't pay him that much, guess what? He's probably going to LSU. He still hasn't signed the contract, which a little worries me. But we don't want another Nick Saban situation. And and I'm not comparing Mel Tucker, head coach of MSU, to Nick Saban at all. But MSU let Nick Saban walk. And... You can't, and at that time, we probably didn't have the resources to do that, but you have it now, and you can't let Mel Tucker walk. So, 
think that was a smart decision by MSU, especially the donors. I really appreciate them doing that. Yeah, but I think MSU has a very bright future. I think MSU also played horrible today, especially the defense. But just shout out to Ohio State. Ohio State is really good. They're top three team in the country. Like, I would love to watch an Ohio State. I would love to watch the offense against Georgia's defense. I really hope that happens. Like, that's going to be so fun. Like, as a football fan, that's what I want to see. Like, Ryan Day has done a fantastic job at OSU. Like, he hasn't lost in the Big Ten. I honestly think that Ohio State might be more dangerous with Ryan Day as head coach than when they had Urban Meyer. The only difference is I think Ryan Day kind of starts off slow. So he's like, yeah, look at we're vulnerable. We might keep things close at the beginning of the year. But then when it comes around November, Ohio State is a whole different animal. And Ryan Day is a better recruiter than Urban Meyer. He's shown that. So Ohio State's going to stick around for a while. And until a team in the Big Ten narrows that gap, that talent gap, Ohio State's still going to be on top. And I think they stay there after next week against Michigan. One of the biggest college football games of the year will be next week with Michigan, Ohio State. If you're Michigan fans, this is what you want. This is what you've always wanted. You wanted that chance. You want another chance at Ohio State. It's at your home against Ohio State. Going to be a top five matchup. And you have your chance. You have your chance to go to Indianapolis. This is everything that you want. If you're Jim Harbaugh, you have to win this game. Because I think Ohio State's going to continue to get better. Which is scary to say. But if you're Michigan, next weekend is either going to be the best weekend of your life as a Michigan fan. Or could be one of the worst weekends of your life. Depending on what that result is. Let's say Michigan wins. Absolutely chaos in Ann Arbor. Michigan goes to Indianapolis. I think they win Indianapolis. They go to the college football playoff. Whole different scenario. I think everything flips with Jim Harbaugh. I think he finally starts to get a little bit more respect. He finally has that talking point of saying, Hey, I be Ohio State. I went to Indianapolis, and I'm on the college football playoff. And if you're a Michigan fan, that's everything you want. Uh then you can just go to MSU fans and just say, hey, you can't say that. You can't say that. We haven't won anything since 2000, early 2000s, because we finally got there. And good for Michigan if that happens. But what if the other result happens? What if Michigan loses to Ohio State? As a Michigan fan, that has to be frustrated. Like, you're so, like, you get that chance and you don't win again. And it, if it was MSU, I would be the same way. I would be frustrated. I would be disappointed. But I think 
that Michigan will always be in a chance to win. I think they've shown that. I think they've shown that for a while that they are a top three team in the Big Ten. And they have a chance to win the Big Ten championship. And honestly, if you're a team in the Big Ten, especially the Big Ten East, all you want is a chance. MSU had that chance. They did not win. They got obliterated 56-7. Michigan has that chance. You have a chance to shock everyone. Because outside of Michigan fans, I don't think going into next week and a lot of people believe that Michigan's going to win. Even Michigan fans, I don't know if you're going to believe that you're going to win. Like, as state fans, like, I know a lot of state fans. I don't think many people gave us even a chance to win. And look what happened. Now, I think Michigan lines up with Ohio State better than MSU. Now, does that mean I believe Michigan's a better team than MSU? I could debate that. I think the reason why I think Michigan lines up better with Ohio State is because Michigan has a better defense. Michigan has a much better secondary, which is MSU's strength. They also have a good defensive line. I think this game will be much closer than the MSU-Ohio State game. Now, if I was Michigan, what I'd be worried about is if Ohio State gets out to a big lead like they did against MSU. If that happens, then I think it's going to be probably a pretty similar result. Because if you have to say, I think Michigan has a much better defense than MSU. I think MSU has a better offense than Michigan. Now, that could change because Michigan looked really good. Like, they looked really good against Maryland today. Like, Donovan Edwards is a beast catching the ball in the backfield. And Andrell Anthony is going to be a star. I fully believe he's going to be a star. And it still hurts watching looking and watching um, him in the maize and blue, especially losing that recruiting battle in our own backyard. That still hurts to this day. But, um, yeah, if you're Michigan fans, this is everything that you've wanted. You've wanted this opportunity, and you're going to get this opportunity. And it's at home. You have every chance to win this game. And you have good running backs. You have a good offense line. You have a good defense. You have a chance. Do I think Ohio State will be the favorite? Yeah, I think Ohio State will probably be around a 10-point favorite, if I had to guess. But you have a chance. And any, and if you ask any sports fan on any team, all you're going to want is a chance. And Jim Harbaugh... And Michigan has an opportunity to go win, go to Indianapolis, and I will see. We will see what happens. We'll see which team shows up. We'll see which team wins. And whoever wins was a better team. I was thinking about talking about, I was going to talk about college football playoff committee and 
they said, especially the committee chair, and saying, like, we didn't really look at on the field. Like, we, Michigan looks like the more complete team, but that's why they um did it. Not really going to probably talk about that very much anymore, just because I think no matter what happens, I think Michigan goes to the Rose Bowl. If they don't beat Ohio State, I think if they beat Ohio State, then Michigan has a chance to go to a college football playoff, and then Ohio State would go to the Rose Bowl. I don't see MSU going to the Rose Bowl anymore. I actually really never saw them going to the Rose Bowl because I never thought um, the committee, after that game, after they didn't rank MSU higher, I didn't think they were going to ever go to the Rose Bowl, which was kind of sad. But, um, yeah, I think if Michigan loses, then Ohio State goes to college football playoff, and then I think Michigan and MSU both go to the New Year's Six Bowl. Michigan would probably go to, like I said, would go to Rose. Then MSU, like Fiesta or maybe like the Citrus Bowl or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, that's my coverage of the state of Michigan for football, basketball, MSU. I actually attended the MSU Eastern Michigan game earlier today after the MSU Ohio State game. MSU looked good. I was happy with how they looked. Bingham had a really good game. His play has been incredible. Like he's finally starting to reach that potential that all MSU fans thought he would reach. And it's great to see. Christy looked good. Christy was hitting his shots. He was making plays. Point guard play. Would love to see more points scored. But um, only had four turnovers, which is nice. MSU basketball only had 10 turnovers as a whole, which is incredible. Especially after it seems like averaging 15 plus turnovers a game. But yeah, it was really fun to watch. It was even more fun after um, the Ohio State-Michigan State game. But yeah, MSU looked good. They have a tough schedule ahead. Like next week during Thanksgiving, they play three games in three days. And MSU basketball will really find out who they are in those three games. Especially with, I'm starting out with, Drew Valentine's team in Loyola of Chicago. I'm super excited for that game. I think Drew could be maybe the future coach at MSU, but we'll see. MSU also beat Butler earlier this week. That was probably the best game they've played all season. That was a good win against Butler and Hinkle Fieldhouse. Looked like an awesome atmosphere. But yeah, overall, really good couple wins for MSU this week. Excited to see where MSU basketball is going to go. Michigan, um, they played against Seton Hall earlier this week. Um, they ended up losing that game by a couple of points. Seton Hall is a very good team. And 
they were just a better team that night. Michigan still one of the best teams in the country. I think Michigan has a very good chance of making and winning, making a very deep run in the NCAA tournament, and I think they have a very good chance of winning the Big Ten championship. Hunter Dickinson is just so good. Like, he's just so good. And then you have Caleb Houston. He's a freshman. He's struggling a little bit, but he's getting really good. You have, I think a, I think his name's like Musa. I heard he did really good this morning when they played at like 12.30 a.m. against, I think it was New Mexico State. Yeah, but Michigan's looking really good, even though they lost earlier to Seton Hall this week. I definitely still think Michigan is a very good and top team in the Big Ten. Now on to D2 sports. Division Two football playoffs started this week. Ferris is the number one seed in their region and they had a bye this week, so only um, GVSU played. GVSU played Lindenwood today, and they won pretty convincingly against them. And they play number one, Ferris State at Ferris. Super excited for that game. I wish I could go because that's like a game I'd love to see. I've always kind of wanted to go to Ferris GVSU just because of that rivalry and just because of how good the two football programs are. But I will be at the MSU um, Penn State game. But yeah, super excited about that. They had an absolute classic earlier this year at GVSU where Ferris won. But that's definitely going to be one game where you're going to want to try to tune into. Like it's going to be a very good game. And it should be after the Michigan-Ohio State game. But yeah, that's definitely if you want to watch really good D two like top teams in the country for a Division two football, definitely tune into that game because you have a very good Ferris team and a very good Grand Valley team. Hunter Ryzen actually an ex um, MSU player is a wide receiver at JVSU. But yeah, both programs are really good, and I'm. Um, Super excited that GVSU won so that we could get that matchup. And it's going to be a good one. It's going. I think it's going to be another classic. I think, I think it's going to be a really fun game. And I'd love to go if I could. So, yeah, that's really like the D2 coverage of football. Um... Like I said, super excited for that. Uh, let's go to high school football before we get to um, Hope last. Hope's probably talk is probably going to be uh, about 40 minutes if you get to this point. Um, high school f- play- football playoffs have continued. Uh, there's a couple teams in... Around where I live, they are playing. Um, Mason is played today against, I think, uh, they played against, 
I forgot who they played against today, but um, they lost pretty big. Uh, they played. Oh, and they played against. Yeah, they played against a very good team, and yeah, they got beat pretty bad. P.W. Palomas failure played today. They end up winning twenty seven, twenty one, and are going back to the finals. Great to see them back in the finals. I know that last year was pretty devastating due to COVID. They had some COVID cases, so they actually got um, kicked out of the tournament because of that. So great to see Pawama Westphalia back in the state championship. And third team uh, and team down the road, DeWitt. DeWitt um, beat St. Joe pretty convincingly. Today and they will be back in the championship as well to try to make it back to back state championships. And lastly, Lansing Catholic is going back to the state championship after they won it last year. They had looked pretty good this year, so super excited for them. So yeah, a lot of really good local Lansing teams that have done a very good job this year that have made it very far and it's really great to see and yeah good luck to all those teams if any of those um, players are listening wish you guys the best of luck in your state championship games and I always love seeing great Lansing teams play in very meaningful games so the last topic I'm going to talk about is D D3 and Hope College. Now, a lot of you listening are probably family or friends that knew I went to Hope College and absolutely love my time there. And I just love talking about Hope, especially paying attention to what's going on in the athletics over at Hope. Today, the um, women's cross-country team ran in the national um, tournament champion. Chip, and they actually had eight team best in the history for Hope College, and they finished eighth overall. So if any of those girls are listening, congratulations to you. You girls had a great season. Should be very proud of yourselves. Hope Volleyball um, was in the tournament as well. They end up losing couple matches ago um, in a four-set game against EU. Um, they're actually in the championship, NCAA championship Division Three volleyball game, which they're going up against Kelvin, which is Hope's rival. So um, that's going to be a really fun volleyball to watch, but congrats to those Hope. Um, volleyball players, Hope Women's Soccer. Um, they lost to Ohio Northern in the first round, two zero. Um, the women's soccer had a great team as well. So congrats to them on making the tournament. Uh, Hope Men's Basketball played tonight against Benedictine. Uh, they got a big win on the road against Benedictine. I think they won by nine was led by Evan Thomas with 26 points. So absolutely huge win there for Hope. 
Next, I'm going to be talking about is the number one team in the country, the Hope Women's Flying Dutch basketball team. They um won today against the number 21 team in the country, Baldwin, Baldwin Wallace. They won by 20 plus and have extended their winning streak to 49 games. That is the longest winning streak in the country for any level. So congrats to them and keep it up. The last topic I wanted to talk about about hope and the topic I'll end on is a tap is a topic that means a lot to me. And it's a team that really means a lot to me, and a team that made a great impact in my life. And that is Hope Swim and Dive. Great job this um, weekend to all the men and women of that team that raced this and dove this weekend. You guys did an incredible job. You should be very proud of how you performed. I'm proud of you guys. You guys have done an incredible job so far, and I will continue to cheer for you guys. And I will always be thankful for all you guys. You guys have made a great impact in my life. You have always been there for me. You were very welcoming for, with me last year, and I just miss you guys every day. I just want to give a special um, shout out to a certain group in that swim and dive team. Shout out to the Hope Divers. Miss you guys. Miss being there um, with you guys. You guys were awesome. You guys did amazing today. Super proud of you. Keep it up. Continue to go. I miss you all. Um, you guys, like I said, you guys did amazing. Also, shout out to the Instagram for shouting out my, um, podcast. That was awesome. And, yeah, just, you guys are honestly the best. And I really do miss you. And I just want to give a quick shout out to a couple divers that made regional cuts so shout out to Abby Coops. I don't know if I've ever met you, but congratulations. Congrats to Soph as well. Awesome. And congrats to Cam. All of you guys are so good. And I'm just super proud of all you divers on the team. From Cam, Ewan, Mally. Cam again, Joey, Allie, Nick, just sorry if I missed any of you guys, I apologize, but yeah, to all the divers on the team, you guys are absolutely awesome, I really appreciate you, um, yeah, you guys are the best. Super, super excited for you. Uh, also, shout out to Nick 
for um, having his last meet as a Hope Diver. You did great. Super um, excited that you end up joining your senior year. Awesome to see how your experience went. Also, shout out to, like, the best coach ever, Becca. Like, Becca, she's amazing. Like, I, I miss Becca so much. Like, Becca, Becca's awesome. But just overall, like, I really do miss the team as a whole. Like, I miss, like, Ted, Ted Bailey. They just miss, like, all those guys. Like, everyone on the team. Like, I just have so many very good and happy memories of, like, hanging out with, like, the team with, like, Ted, Bailey, Jackson, like, JT, like, Theo, Spencer, Cam, Ewan, Allie, Cam again. Just, like, I just want to thank you guys. I really appreciate you always being there for me. for supporting the podcast and I would love to have you guys on one day to talk about diving to talk about experiences just to sit down and remember all the times that we had because I miss those days I miss those days being with you guys I miss the days of being on the team and just being part of something bigger and I always felt at home with Hope Hope Swimming Dive is a very special place I know I can't name every single person on the team which I wish I could but it's a very special and unique team it's a team that helped me grow as an individual helped me grow with their experience and helped me just have so many positive memories and I will always be thankful for you guys and I know you might not listen to this but I hope that you do and I just wish you guys the best of luck for the rest of the season I know you guys are going to do great I know the divers are going to dive as well as they can. I know the swimmers are going to do amazing. I know you guys are a very good team, both the girls and the guys. Tabor's going to get you guys ready for conferences. Becca's going to get you ready for conferences. But yeah, you guys, all of you guys have a very bright future ahead of you. And I will be cheering you along the way. And yeah, just wish you guys the best of luck. And roll Dutch. But yeah, that will be the end of episode 5 of Michi Gang Sports. If you liked it, please let me know. You can like it on Instagram. You can comment on Instagram. You can give it a review if you want. You can send me a message of what you thought. But yeah, just um, let me let me know what you think. Good luck to all um, the high school teams that are performing next week. Good luck to Hope Swim and Dive. Good luck to all sports fans all over the state of Michigan. 
uh, especially if you're a Lions fan. You're going to need a lot of luck, especially for tomorrow. But Thanksgiving's coming up, so maybe they'll get their first win on Thanksgiving Day. But that's a dream. But, yeah, thank you again, and have a great night.